Welcome, welcome to a very special Sharp Way. Yes, it's not Monday night. It is actually Thursday afternoon and so happy to have you here. Another show trying to give you some awesome, amazing content. And today I am so lucky, as I tell you every week I'm lucky, but I am super lucky this week in that I have the no, amazing techpreneur. Oh, you still there? No worries. I'm, I'm still here. My apologies. My apologies. Someone I am introducing you right now. Let me let me give you a quick intro. Techpreneur, politician, activist, philosopher, cryptocurrency guru, the man himself, John McAfee. Thank you so much for joining us today. Well, thanks for having me on. I'm looking forward to it. Absolutely. And I don't know if you happen to remember, but when we chatted many years ago, seems like forever ago, in Orlando, 2016, in the uh, Libertarian uh, Party um, convention in 2016, I actually, my first vote for presidency was actually for you. Even though I knew Gary Johnson was going to win in the end, um, my first vote was actually for you because I wanted to make sure that people still knew you existed. I wanted to make sure that your voice was heard. So, see, you got my first round vote. Oh, oh fantastic. Oh, I'm, I'm actually glad Gary Johnson won. I mean, uh, nothing against Gary, but um, um, as a representative of the Libertarian Party, I think he pointed out what some of the, um, what some of the faults and flaws uh, might be in, in, um, within the party. No, I'm a and, big Gary uh, Johnson fan. Love him. I'm glad what he did for the party. I'm glad we did for the movement. I'm I'm happy he ran. Um, I'm glad he's done what he's done. But he's not running this next time. There's something. There. This is now a a new era or a new uh, a new group of people coming in, and I feel like you are one of them. I mean, I'm not sure if you're deciding whether you're going to run Libertarian or Independent or, or where your head is there. But I know you've thrown your hat into the ring. It's official this month, right? You have uh, thrown your hat into correct. the ring. That's correct. Uh, for the second time. Yes. So yeah, you're... Here, here's the thing with here's the, here's the problem with the Libertarian Party is that um, people actually believe uh, they're going to be elected. Yeah. I actually believe some people think. Well, please God, I mean, the world's watching us. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. None of us. None of us in the Libertarian Party are going to be president ever until our system is fixed. And we have a two-party system. The last legitimate threat to it was Ross Perot. Yes. Uh, and since then, there had there have been none. The Libertarians know, right? Uh, and the 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 issue is that our system is just totally screwed up. Well, you've um, said this. People I think mean, that you, it, you you've said you're the guy who can disrupt this. This is something that you've said more than once. You've been saying that. I mean, is is this your is this your goal? Of course, it is. First of all, um, I just like to wake some people up to the reality of their existence. I mean, people actually think it fucking matters who the president is. That that shocks and saddens me, frightens me for the future of the human race. If we cannot possibly see the truth here, people, number one, now, those you, of you who have lived through more than one election, was a single hair on your head wafted by that election. But we hear every time that this is the most important election ever, right? Every single election we hear, this is the most important election ever, yet nothing seems to change. 
but we're stupid for believing it's the most important. <laughs> there, there is no important fucking election in America, and nor has there been one since the 50s. People, please see the truth of this. I mean, we are in an information age which began in the 50s and has expanded to include every aspect of our lives, primarily surveillance. And we are surveilled by everybody. Absolutely. Uh, and the CIA, the CIA uh, is the owner of the world's information, the knowledge base of our fucking planet in terms of political, uh, religious, military, um, cultural, historical, uh, they own this. So you've Presidents talked about you've talked about Congress, before. How do we fix this? Yeah. What what is the what is the wake up? I know your your slogan is "Get your soul back," right? <clears throat> so, are you telling us that there is a a spiritual piece to this? Are you telling us it's an intellectual piece to this? Is there both? I don't think there's either one. I mean, okay. I'm just I'm up here at the age of seventy four. Mm-hmm. pointing to what appears to be the most obvious of all things and getting people to look. Listen, if there's a fucking fire in the movie theater, do you need a plan? Let's say you're the only one who sees it. Oh, my God, there's a fire. Right. Uh, what do you do? You sit down and go, well, let's see, what do we do first? Maybe you could recruit your wife. What are we doing now, baby? Well, let's, let's put a plan together. Bullshit, you yell fire. And you run. And people wake up. And you fucking run. I don't know how to fix any of this. Neither does anybody. Those who say they have a plan are doing one of two things. They are purposely lying to you. Or they're lying to themselves. Mm. Sometimes both. Because nobody has a plan because nobody knows the truth. You cannot fix people what you cannot see. And when what you can see is carefully displayed and, and orchestrated and acted out by people with the ultimate power of information like the CIA and military covert intelligence, who, by the way, call presidents and congressmen transients, mm-hmm. transients, because yep. they are CIA and covert intelligence a lifelong job you don't quit the cia you're there for life and I in that lifetime I was, you have uh, spent... yeah i was actually recruited by the cia back in the 80s after i got out of the marine corps I, was, <coughs> I had a college degree i had been in intelligence i was single i lived overseas i was like the perfect perfect person for them to recruit and by the way they're not supposed to recruit overseas yet they did and they recruited they tried to recruit me oh, come on, I, this... One of the reasons why I said no is what you just said. There were people who told me two things. And one person told me, he said, Larry, if you join the CIA, you never leave. Do you really want to do that? And the second person said, Larry, you'd be a great spy, but you'll be a better father. And those two things made me say no. That's why I didn't join. Listen, I don't think the CIA is a bunch of evil freaks. No, I think they're all patriots. Mm -hmm. A little misguided reds. But, but they called presidents and congressmen transients because that's what they are. They're here for four years, eight years, max as a president, and, um, and then they're gone. You can't train a president in eight years in all the nuances of international relations, military situations. It's not possible. First of all, they're not smart enough. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Secondly, there's just not enough time. And so the CIA calls the shots. How? By feeding information to Congress and the presidents that motivates them to act in ways that, Congress, that the CIA wants. If you, if you haven't seen this, and by the way, most of the motivation is done using truth. Because, listen, presidents don't get into the office, by the way, and say, do we have, do we have aliens? And CIA says, no need to know. So in the, in the second Gulf War, what happened? The CIA just outright lied. Hey, uh, Iraq's got nuclear weapons. I'm sorry, sir, you're going to have to do what you ought to do. And so, so, so you're saying the CIA uses both truth and almost like a lack of information to craft a story to get the transients to move. Of course. See, here's the thing that people don't understand. You think that just because you're elected president, you get to know all the country's secrets? Fuck me, people wake up. They're transient people and are told virtually nothing. Why? The CIA operates on one principle, the principle of ultimate veto. It's called need to know. If a president goes, we got aliens, CIA is going to go, uh, sorry, sir, but that's a need to know. Um, hey, what's happening here? I'm sorry, sir. That's a need to know. We will tell you, Mr. President, of anything of importance that requires an executive decision. That's how it works, please. God, people wake the fuck up. So are, are you saying Eisenhower that we, we, warned... wait, so, so you're saying that Go we ahead. shouldn't be running for president? We should be running for CIA chief? I mean, is is this the I, way should I we think, be should we be infiltrating is, the actual deep state in this world? Is that the actual answer? Infiltrating the state listen, itself. I don't have I don't have a fucking clue what the answer is. I do know the following. If you have 400 million people watching a carefully scripted play where we believe that we're electing presidents and congressmen that actually fucking matter, that have power and can change things, even though nothing ever changes and you know it. Yes. Even so, we think it will. And it won't. It doesn't matter. Put street derelicts in. Put anybody in. It's not going to change a single thing. Because as Dwight Eisenhower warned us in the 50s when he left office, the CIA and the military-industrial complex represent the greatest threat to American freedom. The only president to ever challenge the CIA after that was John F. Kennedy. And he was going to dismantle those motherfuckers, but well, he had an accident. The so, next so president to challenge would, So why would you be doing this then? I mean, where, this, uh, John, are you, are you telling me that you're – afraid that whoever actually challenge it is going to be kind of, you know, have an accident? Is, is that the no, concern? No, no. Of course, nobody in their right mind challenges the CIA. Now, please, God, listen to past presidents when mm-hmm. they're out getting old and just, and just chatting. They all say the mm-hmm. same thing. No, the CIA. <laughs> no, you can't do shit with them. Mm-hmm. Not possible. So, and what do we do? I don't give a shit. I do know this. Mm-hmm. If we're all watching a play, and we all become aware that it is just a fucking play, people. That behind the curtain is the producer and the director, the grip and the musicians and all that shit. Mm-hmm. We're watching a play. If I can just get people to see the absolute and, and obvious truth of this, I don't know, I've done my fucking job. Because once we see, well, fuck me, we will change. Because okay, so so once we get that we're watching the play, 
Are you saying yeah. we should kind of get up and leave the the theater? Is that, is no, no, that no, what you're saying? No. I don't know. Maybe you like to play. Maybe it's easier for you to believe the play. No doubt it well, is. Well, then go ahead. Yes. I don't give a shit. I just I, want I you to we see are. it. Yeah, I think well, we are fine. enjoying the play. I think you're right. I think we're enjoying well, and, the play and, right and now. And if so, that's fine. But if I can just wake one person up, just one, to see the truth, then my job is done. I've helped this, this, this world a little. Mm-hmm. What if I wake up 10? What if I wake up 10? And they wake up 10. And they wake up 10. Is this specifically an American problem? Is this a global problem? Is it a, a first world problem? Is it a G8 problem? Is it a UN problem? What kind of problem is this? Is it just us? No. I mean, it's, it's a problem for the entire world, though. Uh, the rise of information science, making information way more powerful than money or military might, Mm-hmm. If anybody who has not seen that yet, go back to school. Um, way more powerful than or any. don't go to school. And yeah, or don't go to school because <laughs> yes. listen, what what's, what is the the um, the holy grail of all dictators? Not not control of the populace because you can't do that without first knowing absolutely everything about them. Once right. you do that, mm-hmm. then you can control and. The CIA knows everything, and they are controlling, and they're controlling through the apparatus that we structured back in 1776 called the U.S. Constitution. And they have so cleverly, cleverly undermined that and given themselves power. Now, I, I believe in some, to some extent they're correct. How on earth in this modern day and fucking age can a civilian president who spends most of his life promoting himself or mm-hmm. herself, playing politics and not understanding jack shit about the realities of the world to the level that the CIA does, well, goddamn, uh, if someone's going to make a decision in that, then please, God, let it be the CIA, uh, provided we know what it is. Let but, us fucking know, people. But let's go, go to ahead. the next level here, right? If, if, if information is the key, and I agree with you, I think it completely is the key, more important because with information, you can control money, you can control people, you can control power, that I, I'm with you 100%. Aren't, aren't you hearing now, I mean, this is your world. You have other nations and using their with government backing who are literally moving ahead of us. The Chinese are moving ahead of us in information te- technology, right? Is this, is this a concern or is this the right move or is this natural? Well, it depends on what you mean by technology. I mean, my, my friend, technology up until the blockchain, all world-changing technologies for the past 100 years have come from the bowels of government secret programs mm-hmm. or from the research and development departments of major corporations. Sure. Think of one, I promise you, one of the two. The single exception is the blockchain, yeah. which came from the people. A dozen, a dozen geeky guys, you know, um, doing their thing and came up with the, the concept of the blockchain and created a crude blockchain with Bitcoin and a cryptocurrency, which is still functional. Sure. Way the fuck up. Yeah, way out of date because it's got no privacy. It's got no smart contract. Mm-hmm. It's, but it is. It is the grandfather and will always be around. But from those simple beginnings, we have created an entire technology geared toward freeing people from government control. 
So you Privacy tell me blockchain is, is, is the answer to stopping something like um, a Chinese dictatorship from controlling too much information? Absolutely. We just, so we just kind of <laughs> check out. Well, we check out. We do our own thing financially. Mm-hmm. You understand? In, when America started, it, the government had no fucking business knowing how much money you made or what you That's did true. with it. It wasn't yep. anybody's business but yours. Mm-hmm. In 1913, that changed with the imposition right. of the income tax. The insidious part of the income tax is not just that we become indentured servants in a feudal society, but that that law grants the government unlimited rights to fuck with and interfere with and monitor your every financial move, which is not the government's business. Not prior to 1913, and we had a growing, we had a the largest industrial economy on the planet in 1912, and we did not have an income tax. Mm-hmm. So when people say, you got to have an income tax, I'm going, get fucking real. 36 countries today don't have it. Right. We didn't have it prior to 1913. What the fuck are you talking about? Absolutely. It's nonsense. Absolutely. So the, the blockchain piece, though, right? I, I, there's a gentleman here in New York who was talking about the idea of actually using a, a coin in either America or in a state to help with, with uh, basically putting out public assistance, right? Not using the dollar, but using a coin to do that, a crypto, some type of cryptocurrency. Do you think that it's a good idea for government to be involved in the cryptocurrency or, or not? Should it only be local by the people or does it matter either way? Well, governments are involved. I mean, China is building its own and obviously America is going, to, is going to come next. Within a year, we're going to have the crypto dollar and the crypto euro, the crypto everything. Uh, so they're involved. However, we must prevent governments from making what we have built illegal, which they will do. Yes. Already privacy coins like Monero, which can't possibly be tracked. And you're saying that's what we should be doing using crypto. There's an entire sub world here of people who only use cryptocurrency. I'm among them. Mm. I don't buy shit with dollars. It's insane. Everything from houses to cars, to bulletproof vests, to suits, shoes and sex toys you can buy with cryptocurrency if you google it and spend a little time and this community is growing madly i estimate a hundred thousand people worldwide are now divorced from fiat currencies now well governments Completely. aren't going to be happy about that right they're, they're going to fight back all right they're, they're not going to go okay and i guess that one's back. paying taxes so, I mean, they're going to wind up grabbing people and putting them in prison. They're going to wind up somehow you know, deciding that yes. only yes. their currency yes. is the official yes. currency, right? It's, it's the official currency mm-hmm. and must be used. But so Absolutely. what? So what, people? I mean, I know people who smoke weed mm-hmm. after 75 years of draconian laws, including massive prison sentences for mere possession. And yet people do it. Why? It's called people civil disobedience when a law is aimed to restrict, specifically, restrict your privacies and your freedoms. Then you have the right to disobey that law, providing it does not impact anybody else. I mean, you're not going out and beating up little old ladies and stealing their purses. You know, you're not yelling at children, sodomizing dogs. No, 
you are doing something in the privacy of your own home with the fruits of your own labor, which is no one's business but yours for fuck's sake. And this is what they will take away from us, from crypto. I think they They already are. Right. I mean, there's already a point when when I know you mentioned the right and I get it. I do. I get we have a right to say, no, I'm not going to follow that law. But we have two problems. Problem number one is. Even though you say that, the cops will still kick in your door and put you in prison and stop you from working and make you hurt your family and all those other things. And particularly in New York State, I know it may be in other states, but I'm sure in New York State, you can't even use jury nullification. Literally, the judges say, no, you may not. Even if you disagree with this law, you must still vote guilty. They tell you that. And if they think you care about jury nullification at all, they will throw you off a jury here in New York State. You can't effectively use jury nullification in New York State, and they will kick your door in. So I get what you're saying, but you're asking the individual to sacrifice their life and martyr themselves in a way that may get them nothing. Well, hang on a second. I'm not asking anybody to do anything. Okay. I'm not asking anybody to smoke weed just because I mentioned that people do. Okay. This is for people with some fucking balls that understand what's what's at risk here. You don't get anything for nothing, people. If you don't want a goddamn risk, then go back into your prison and lock the door for good because you will not get out. Takes risk, courage, determination, and love for your own fucking children and grandchildren. Because if you care one iota for the next fucking generation, you today at this crucial juncture owe them an ounce of something resembling human being, courage, determination, and quest for freedom. And if you're not willing to do that, I'm fine with that. You want to stay in your cage? Stay. But for those of you who are hearing me now, privacy coins, which can't ever be traced, Mm -hmm. and distributed exchanges, which can't ever be shut down, is our solution and our savior. And we have both of those things today. But there's a fear sure, there, right? Running. I mean, look. I, I'm of course a, there's a fear there. They're afraid yes. that, <laughs> oh, my God, the world's going to end if I go cryptocurrency, if, if I go this privacy thing. with If I stop following John McAfee, then all of a sudden, you know, the, the I'm going to be part of the, the dark web and I'm going to be human trafficking people and supporting drug cartels. And that fear has been put in us by, to be forward, by the play you've been speaking about, right? The play of the government telling us that everything that is crypto is evil, even though you and I both know that's not true. But that's been the play that we've been hurt, that we've been told. And there are a lot of people, John, who who really believe it. They're afraid. They think that if they go that route, they're supporting bad stuff. <coughs> Listen, I can't. I cannot. I'm not a savior. I'm not a hero. I'm not mm-hmm. here to save anybody. I'm here to tell the truth. Those who want to listen. You'll make your own decisions. I could care less what they are. What I care about is open your eyes and see what has been laid in front of us with cryptocurrency. There are over 100,000 people now in this world who no longer use any form of fiat currency and only use crypto. 
Bitcoin, Ethereum, Monero, mm -hmm. DAI, the stable coins. We have developed a technology designed to free people from the financial control and manipulation of governments and federal agencies and those that control the money supply. And so, this is what I'm showing you. I'm, I'm laying out on the table a set of tools. You want them? Take them. You don't? That's cool with me. So I'm you, not talking you're to trying everybody. To free. I'm not even talking. I got it. You're I'm trying sorry? to free us. You're trying to free us. I get it. You're showing us a way to free. I get it. I have a, a question from YouTube that says, uh, what are the best issues to win over registered Democrats and Republicans to this this style, this idea of freedom and liberty. And I say specifically registered because if you're a registered Republican Democrat, the odds are, you know, you believe in the system. You believe that the system is the right way of doing things. You believe that if I vote, um, I'm going to change things, right? And this is things you're saying don't work. How do I get that person who says, no, 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 John, I've got to keep voting because that's the way things work. How do I get that person to say, maybe that's not the only issue or the only answer? Yeah. You and I have different goals. I'm not trying to get every person in the world. I'm not even trying to get 1%, not even a half of 1%, not even a tenth of 1%. I'm looking for those people ready who've looked at their lives and their relationships to the ones they love, their jobs, their government, their relationship to authority, and have seen the falsehoods and want to see the truth. I'm so you're them. not actually trying I don't care if it's to... only three of you. Those three of you, I pray, at least one of you are listening to me now and will hear this. Well, I've heard this, this type before, right? The, given to you. the idea, if I get what you're saying, is you're not actually trying to convert anybody. You're just saying there are people no. out there who are ready, and those people who are ready, I'm going to bring them aboard. And if they convert people, awesome. And if they don't, that's awesome, too. Yes, yes. Listen, we start, listen, probably well, three years ago, there were less than 5,000 people, probably less than 1,000, exclusively transacting business and living, financing in every respect, entirely with cryptocurrency. Today, that, there's over wow. 100,000. That is a massive increase. Today, there's... What, what, and, what and, do you and, and this what, time next the year, reason? there will be 5 million of us, pardon why? Why is this exploding this way? What, what's happening? What, what's the thing that's Please getting God. someone to say, God. I'm done? Well, it's not I'm done. It's I'm ready. Well, Are I you mean, ready for a new life? But, but Are you for ready someone, to take charge of your own? That's a big deal. But that's a big deal, John. That's, it is. It's a big deal. So what's happening yes, it is. to make that happen? I mean, for someone to say, no more U.S. dollars, I'm going crypto, that is a big change in someone's life and their psyche and how See, they do things. What is you're, happening you're, you're, in this world thinking, to make that happen? Well, I don't know. I'm not interested. I'm not interested in changing people. I've said this, okay? I'm interested in those who are awake and see, God, I see it. How do I escape? Come to me. I will show you. That's all. Good God Almighty. I know that somebody out there listening to us now has seen this mm -hmm. and wants to know which privacy coin, Monero, which distributed exchange. There are a number. I built one myself called McAfee Dex. Mm -hmm. How do I then hide 
all of my money that I've made? How do I not uh, pay something in taxes? No, you want to know? I will fucking tell you. For the rest of you, go about your business. Please, mm -hmm. I'm not up to trying to educate, train, and convert. I'm, I'm here uh, taking the cream of the fucking crop that mm. is ready for picking. Okay. All right. No, look, look. And it's not going to be many of us, but I promise you, if we get to a million strong, <laughs> whoa, we will change the world, people. Now, you've talked about the future the, a lot, right? Let me, let me go a little bit off, off track if I could. I'm going to try to cover what some of the people online are, are asking. So with, with that in mind, we care about the future. We care about our, our kids and the future and the planet. I got it. Do you have a feeling or do you have a, an idea or a concern regarding the idea of global warming, plastic, trash, things like that? Is that part of your platform or where you are? Fuck no. Okay. Of course I care about global warming. And to, but what the fuck do you think can be done about it when our system is broken to the point that the FBI is now its own justice department with, you know, the judge, jury, and executioner? The CIA is now the ruler of our fucking country. Please, God, what do you think you can do other than talk about it? Because... Look who you have to change, not just America. You have to fucking change the Chinese. Mm -hmm. What law are you going to pass in America that's going to stop China, which does 90% of the plastic dumping from dumping? Please wake up and see the limited powers that you have and change the fucking things that you can and ignore the things that you fucking can't. Wake the fuck up, people. Those of you who seek we have a solution. We have an escape from the burden of a corrupt government. And in America, one which is turning rapidly into a fucking police state. Mm -hmm. Those are who I'm talking to. Nobody else. And, and if people go, oh, then I'm afraid. Fine. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a pied fucking piper. I'm an open door with a welcome sign. And that's all. Open door with a welcome sign. I don't know. I like the Pied Piper in you a little bit better, but I'll take open door. I'll take it. So what if we start doing this, right? We start kind of backing away and a group of people decide to back away from, from the fiat currency. Are we going to have to somehow create our own localized government or rulers or system? Is that what's going to happen? Is, is this going to turn to something to where it is us against them? Those who, who accept what the U.S. government says and, and their dollars and their control and those who don't, is that the future? No. I mean, first of all, the U.S. government is going to change and so are all world governments because if the people, the people of the world are successful in creating a protected economy mm -hmm. using privacy coins, mm -hmm. distributed exchanges. See, the exchange I built can't ever be shut down. Arrest me, and there's no location for it. It's a truly distributed, decentralized exchange. Nobody controls it. Mm. We don't ask any KYC, no information. You just go through and do your business and leave totally anonymously and privately. 
For those of you who don't and, know, um, KYC is know your customer laws. Your customer and, and AML, anti-money laundering. Yep. We do none of that. Mm-hmm. Not my job. My job is not to be a policeman. If you want me to be, then fucking deputize me and pay me a reasonable fucking salary. No one's offered that yet, so I'm not including that in my products. <laughs> okay, I like that. So That's good. There's a, there's a, there's a um, so, theory, though, right, that the people who will take up the crypto world fastest will be those who are the poorest because, you know, like Venezuela and countries like that, and, yes. the, U- and the U.S. Yes. will kind of be like the yes. last to do this. We're yes. going to want to, you know, Well, no, you, the, now the, the, US, the U.S. is definitely, no, all, trust me, the U.S. is going to be one of the leaders of crypto. But there are two cryptos. There's the crypto which is decentralized. Okay. And you said, what are we, we, well, are we looking for a new government? No, please, God, the blockchain removes any fucking requirement for a government. People see the truth of this. Every transaction is trustless, meaning you don't need any trust and permissionless. You don't need anybody's permission. Do you understand the power of those two things? What's well, funny you when you bring this up? Government, if you have, if you have smart fucking contracts, well, yeah, this which is the equivalent up, right? of an electronic lawyer. Pardon? No, I, I, when I, I'm, I'm actually a member of the uh, Government Blockchain Association, and so I talk about blockchain okay. often when I'm out speaking. And one of the things I talk about is people are afraid; they don't understand blockchain. So how I do it? This is exactly to your point. What I tell them is, I say, "Hey, wouldn't it be great if when you bought a car?" Not just you knew you bought the car, but everybody knew that you bought the car and it was your car. Wouldn't it be great if when you got married, everybody knew that you got married and everybody could agree wherever you are that you got married? Wouldn't it be great if when you bought a house, everyone knew that it happened? And they go, yeah, that'd be great. I said, that's blockchain. You don't have to worry about an infrastructure that a piece of paper, you have it. So so what's happening within this hundred thousand or so and rapidly growing community of exiles from the fiat system that's what i call them mm-hmm. um we don't need a fucking government we have the blockchain people you can't screw me through a, far, a smart contract smart but, but contracts i, I want to go back to what you said though you said you still think america will be the leader and th- there's a group of people who are saying that's it's they're going to be the last, right? I look at New York State as an example. You probably know about New York State. We created a a a bit license. What a disaster that was! It basically just made many people leave New York State. Is what it did. People who care about the crypto world, they just left our state and went someplace else. But I feel like America is going to try to regulate the hell out of it to where it's going to explode someplace else. But then you said. Two separate types of crypto. Can you go down that road for me? What are those two worlds? Yeah, okay. There's two types. Number one, there's government crypto like China's creating, uh, or like corporations create, like like uh, Facebook's Libra. Uh, sure. That's not decentralized. It's controlled by Facebook. Mm-hmm. And the government uh, crypto is controlled by the government. It's the opposite of what we are building as people. Instead of privacy, there's anti-privacy. Every fucking penny you mm-hmm. ever get is instantly that they traced that penny through the last 5,000 hands it went through instantly. Good God almighty, is this where you want to live? No, I don't know. Well, not me. Um, mm-hmm. But And then there's the other crypto. And you said, well, what if they shut it down? You can't. 
Mm-hmm. We are smart contracts on the blockchain is my decentralized exchange. Don't care what you do, arrest me. I have no office. There is no office. Mm-hmm. The people who built it, uh, we can't change it now. It is fixed forever on the blockchain. It can't ever be removed by any power, any government, any regulatory body, not even God himself, unless God wishes to totally change the laws of mathematics in this universe. So no, it can't be shut down, people. That's what I'm saying. We have built something that no government can ever interfere with. So are they going to fight each other, right? If, if all of a sudden we start having to say like the Venezuelas of the world and other countries that begin to collapse, by default, they create their own local community of cryptocurrencies or begin to use others that make sense for them. Is there going to be almost a currency war between the government-run currencies and the non-government-run currencies? Is that going to be a problem? There's war, there's, there's war happening now. I mean, mm-hmm. they're already trying to ban uh, Monero, uh, our, our most powerful privacy coin. But we have new ones coming, which are even more amazing and powerful. So they cannot keep up. But yes, there's war, and there will continue to be war. Mm-hmm. Governments will want to kill the individual uh, cryptocurrencies that were created by the people. The people will want to abandon the cryptocurrencies created by governments, which is what's happening now. And so, so, yes, so, so doesn't that then open up the cryptocurrencies to be manipulated just like another currency when governments decide to use violence and force to make people either stop using it or to stop mining it or to punish them with not giving them electricity or power or insert thing here, right? Doesn't it open it up to still be manipulated by governments anyway just by using force? Did governments manipulate the, uh, the marijuana market for the past 75 years? No, God, please wake up. That, that does not happen. There are too many of us already. Mm-hmm. How can you manipulate 100,000 people? And next year, when we're 10 million, how will you manipulate us? No. You can arrest a few of us, like people get arrested, token, token weed arrest, you know. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. You know, random searches found. And yes, there are going to be people arrested. There are going to be people spending time in jail. Here's the question I'm not asking to do either, like I'm not asking to smoke weed. Those of you who have smoked it and go, huh. I like it. Do I like it enough to risk arrest? Mm-hmm. Well, millions of people said yes. Right. What about cryptocurrency and that privacy? Oh, oh you're going to like that. Mm-hmm. If you like weed, you will love crypto. Do you like it enough to risk the repercussions? Yes or no. If you don't, go home. If you do, stay with us. So is there someone else that you think is in – I'll use America now in America now, who you think is a good spokesman or a good example or someone else we should be listening to or watching or paying attention to that's kind of on board with what you're saying? Or is it really just you? No, there there are many. And most of them are, you're not going to be able to see them on a podcast, Mm -hmm. Uh, but, but quite a few. Uh, and, and here's the other thing. There's a lot of privacy in this uh, massively growing community where you 
we don't get coming to blows with governments, mm-hmm. but the sense of freedom that we have by not being able to be monitored or controlled, our choice of how our money and how we spend it, which is our fucking business, that is a massive draw once you experience it. Well, you want to send a wire transfer with the normal currency that you have right. fiat. What do you do? Get out of bed, drive to your bank, stand in line, fill out some forms, yep. get a signature, get an approval, get back in the car, go home. Mm-hmm. How do you do it with cryptocurrency? Copy and paste a wallet address and hit send. Right. Ten fucking seconds, people. Just one out of thousands of examples of why cryptocurrency is so fucking fabulous. So, and it's our money. So you can't so, ever get go ahead. Let's let's go to an issue that we hear in the, in right now because of the presidential election constantly. And if you have a, an issue or concern or, or want to address this in some way, healthcare and the healthcare cartels, the hospital cartels, the pharmaceutical cartels. What does what does McAfee say about this? Well, it's, it's a tragedy. I mean, it's, it's heartrending. What can we do about it? Yeah, jack shit. Jack shit, people. How did I Will know you, you would say that? Comp- <laughs> no, no, come on. Look at the complexity. I'd like you to think. Let's talk about healthcare. Who's involved in healthcare? Well, we've got first and foremost big pharma, mm-hmm. the pharmaceutical companies, all right? And their tendrils that go into every fucking country. Cannot yet be synthesized. The synthesis labs all over the fucking world. The massive marketing mm-hmm. and, of course, the massive power. What sure. else you had? You have doctors. Listen. But but isn't there a, an issue here? If if I if I get the system right, the system itself. Uh, of course, there's an uh, an oligarchy. I get that. Of course, there are cartels. But isn't there also a chunk where cryptocurrency can come in here and take away a bunch of the administration to actually lower costs? I mean, is is if you had a cryptocurrency, I'm sorry, cryptocurrency, wrong answer. If you had a blockchain, right, a blockchain answer that would actually allow things to be, oh. you could share when you wanted to share, you, you could allow you know people to know what you want them to know when you want them to know it, isn't, wouldn't this be able to kind of push government out a whole lot more? And allow for lower pricing. Uh, that's that's a nice pie in the sky way of, of looking at possibilities. That's not going to happen, not anytime soon. Uh, number one, that uh, we're talking about a sophistication that we don't have technologically yet. Mm-hmm. We will. I don't know when. Okay. Um, but again, I'm keep in mind. I, I'm a very simple-minded man. I'm 74. Most of my brain cells have been burned away with bad drugs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm just barely managing with what few brain cells I have left. So I'm a simple man. I only have one fucking want. I just want to wake people up. Because if you're not awake, <laughs> why the fuck are you trying to change anything? Mm, because if I, you yep. do not see the truth of the world as it is, how can you change it? Try fixing something you cannot see. 
pretty tough. The full depth of. I'm not talking about just some, some, which is what I was trying to explain with the drug thing, is it is so goddamn complex. It defies fixing under the current system that we have today. It is the system that's broken. And you're trying to fix one of the fingers of the system or the wheel. Fuck it. I say it all the time. You got to get the root, not the branch. I'm with you. Got to get the root, not the branch. And so, okay. Yes. And so, so why don't we fix on that and stop all the pie in the sky shit? We cannot and will not, because you know for a fact what has ever changed in your lifetime as presidents come and go. Not a fucking thing. Does that not give you a clue that maybe we're watching a play? It does me, and it should everybody. Okay, nothing ever changes. Therefore, it's a play. If it is a play, who's directing and why? Are they good or bad? Evil people or patriotic people? Jesus, it's a simple, simple thing to just stand so, up, so yeah, that's abandon your stuff, preconceptions, though. and look, look behind the fucking screen. I'm sorry, go ahead. That's some deep stuff. Can I get you off topic on some kind of frivolous questions that people kind of want to ask you? Are you okay? You bet. Let's do it. All right. What are you drinking? Uh, oh, the, this is some cheap, cheap wine. Now, we're right here inside the Arctic Circle, so I haven't seen the sun for quite a while. <laughs> um, and wine, well, I mean, it's, it's kind of like um, going into the 7-Eleven in Dayton, Ohio, and asking for the best beluga caviar. Um, <laughs> okay, you, got just it. Go get it, okay? Okay. So this 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 wine oddly shows up in barrels. We we not barrels, but massive barrel? gallons. We oh, poured okay. in, and we poured into wine bottles to make it look like we're civilized. Okay, uh, but it's really, I mean, it's a it, the equivalent of a dollar and thirty cents per gallon. That's the best we can get here. So it's Mad Dog Twenty Twenty. I got you. Okay, um, well, some, something very similar. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's good. All right. Um, a couple of the questions, if I could. Getting some more mad dog. I love it. No. Um, what What's your opinion on anti-nudity laws? Well, uh, it depends on the law, please God. I mean, I mean, for example, a law saying that anyone past the age of 85 may not undress in public, I would get behind that. <laughs> okay, right? good. Um, okay. But... Um, you know, anything else, uh, let me ask you, I, I don't know how everybody else came into this world. And, and I don't even remember myself of having been told I, I, I was not wearing clothes. Right. Neither have I heard of anybody. And so um, if, if you are offended by the sight of a, well, I hate to even say the word uh, for those of you who are sensitive, but um, penis. uh mm-hmm. Or, uh, uh, you know, the equivalent um, medical term for the female sex, uh, mm-hmm. a cunt, mm-hmm. uh, then... Um, don't think that's medical, uh, but okay. I, I don't know what to tell you. It's fine, yes. Okay. <laughs> it was a joke. It was no, a joke. I'm totally with you. It's totally I, I fine. it was a joke. Totally okay. fine, yes. Totally fine. <laughs> so, so, no, if you're offended by that, uh, first of all, I, I find it difficult comprehending the source of the offense, but mm-hmm. I will buy the fact that you are offended. Uh, mm-hmm. um, and, and if so, I, I, we, we should supply people um, rather than telling people to put their clothes on. Um, 
we should provide the equivalent of horse blinders for people who are sensitive, free from the government. Uh, you'll be able to get the measure free horse blinders and and then you know just wear those fires and everything will be fine. You have heard it here, free horse blinders. There we go. I love it. It's amazing. Uh, thank you for for letting me answer, ask you some of these trivial questions. But here's a not so trivial question: Do you think that the Hong Kong problems that we're having right now, the protesters, the issues in China right now, in your opinion, is this something that chokes the regime? Is this something that gets squashed? Is this something for the future? What does your gut tell you when it comes to Hong Kong right now? Well, I mean, they're going to get squashed. We all know this. It's China, people, <laughs> the world's most populous and brutal country. Sadly, um, I agree with it, you. It, but they, but they, um, but they're they're very patient. Also, I mean, mm-hmm. they may not get quashed for ten years, but they will get quashed. Um, but what do I really think? Mm-hmm. Yes, I see the Hong Kong demonstrators mm-hmm. wearing fucking raincoats and tear gas masks and umbrellas mm-hmm. and boots in mass walking into a hailstorm of the tear gas canisters. Yes, without without any hesitation and with an obvious um, will focused on some glorious goal, mm-hmm. then my heart breaks Right, that we do, do not have that spirit here in America. It's interesting. So you look at Hong Kong and say, I wish America had that same spirit. Do you think we ever did? Do you think we've lost it? You think we're all oh, watching the yes, play? We had that. <laughs> you think did, we're watching did the America play? America ever had Wait a minute. When you say, did we ever have that spirit mm-hmm. in America? I mean, even a rudimentary, a cursory uh, overview of American history will, will disabuse you of that sure. notion. Amer- well, Americans, Jesus God, we were the toughest of all people. Keep in mind, we were all ex-cons. I mean, most of us were were um, thrown out of European countries. That's how we got here, because mm-hmm. we were the unwanted. Uh, yes. Um, a country of second and third sons, right? All the first sons stayed and yeah, kept the then, land. All the second and third and sons the first got booted. And the rest, we got booted. And yep. so we're a tough, we're a tough fucking nation. Mm-hmm. And, and if you don't think that we uh, had uh, that, that um, spark of fire within us, then look at even as as recent as Martin Luther King, mm-hmm. um, as um, everyone in Jesus God talk about, we want to talk about fierce spirit. So when the women got involved, okay, mm-hmm. when the women <laughs> demanded to vote, thank God we should have given it to them to begin with. We might mm-hmm. not be in this mess. <laughs> um, and later on, prohibition. Mm-hmm. You tell me. You show me a more. <laughs> determined spirit than than a hundred women all wearing long dresses and bonnets carrying fire axes mm-hmm. busting up a saloon now that's the american spirit people, so, I mean, so did it was there a thing that you think stopped it or was did we just get lazy did we just did we just get lazy and want to watch the show now is that what happened They took our freedom away and then determined 
what entertainment would be acceptable as replacement. Mm. And what we see now in this world around us is that entertainment from the media, television, the movies, to the play of government right now. What's the play doing? Oh, we're, we're at a high point in the play right now. We're impeaching somebody for the mm-hmm. third time. Uh, that's a good one. It keeps people completely unaware of the uh, sleight of hand going on in the background. So either we yeah, watch the is. impeachment or we watch uh, Disney Plus, but either way, just keep watching TV. Well, I mean, if that's, if that's your thing, I, you know, I, I would do so. Uh, or if you watch TV, well, why don't you watch documentaries? I mean, serious fucking documentaries where people don't have an axe to grind over personality, like, mm-hmm. um, um, you know, whoever, uh, but rather uh, an issue, uh, an item, a war, a government, something. Um, start watching some documentaries. There's some great ones out there, people. Well, look, let, let's go down that road. Life other, uh, yes. Let's go down that road, that road of, of, of learning. Do you have a concern, a plan, a concept, something to say about the U.S. education system? No, I mean, we're about the worst in the developed world. I mean, yes. It's obvious. It is. To That's even true. the most casual observer. Yes. And I mean, I can say that. Um. How do we fix it? It, it, it is not possible uh, under the policy of of equal education for all. Um, so you're not a fan of it, equal education for all? Um, <laughs> no, I'm not. Uh, um, I, I, I get I, it. I, don't know. I mean, I I have a wide I have a wide variety of friends. I mean, some of them are farmers, and uh, I don't understand why farmers go to school at all, considering most of their talents and genius. Uh, lies in the complexities and subtleties of farming, which is not a job for stupid people. I will tell you now. No, um, I agree. With so you. I don't know. One I'm, of the things I, I do, I'm all for, I'm all for. Yes, go ahead. One of the things I do is uh, I'm a trainer and a teacher. I teach leadership and I train here in New York City. <coughs> so when I do that, one of the things I talk about is the difference between fair and equal leadership. And I say equal leadership is actually lazy leadership. It's just saying, I treat everyone exactly the same. And I say that's lazy and bad leadership. What good leadership is, is fair leadership, which means I give each individual what they need to be the best they can be at that given time. And that's a whole lot harder, but it's a whole lot better, and it's real leadership that gets the most out of your people. And to your point, I think well, education I mean, should be the same way. Well, absolutely, absolutely. Leadership is another issue. I mean, leadership is a very complex affair. If you mm-hmm. look at the, his, the history of, of leadership, you find some very odd, <laughs> massively successful leaders. I mean, Adolf Hitler, Mussolini, um, the uh, Third Han Dynasty. I mean, Jesus God. I mean, there's some strange things happening in leadership. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm fully behind the American Indian. Um, concept of leadership to me, and and to me, I've never been able explain to explain that lead. to me. Explain that to me. Okay, well, okay, so okay, let me tell you about me. I, I've never been able to lead anybody ever. All I do is work really fucking hard to treat everybody good as I can. If I need people, I hire them. I like odds because I need them, else I would not have hired them. Mm-hmm. Um, and people just follow me. 
but is, that but that's the, a form of leadership, the, isn't it? In, I mean, being being the example for people to follow, or being the yeah, that's right. the mission, yes. right? I mean, for people yes. to to take a hold of, that is a form of leadership, yes. isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. But but let me tell you what true leadership is, and I think the Apaches have it down as well as anyone in the Navajos. Um, the chief, Indian chiefs. Do you think Indian chiefs were decision makers? Fuck no. Indian chiefs were the observers. Those were the the men or women who had this talent of digging beneath the surface of actions and seeing what people truly wanted and intended. So Indian leaders did not say, okay, the 1st of March, we're packing up and we're going to take uh, move the tribe a thousand miles north uh, where the buffalo will be. No, they didn't do shit like that. Mm-hmm. They, they just kept their, their fingers on the pulse of the tribe and then go, fuck me, the tribe is going north. And then they just started walking north and everybody followed them. Do you understand? I uh, know, I get it's you. Not being, it's not imposing your will on someone. It's understanding what the collective will of everything around you is and realizing how fucking insignificant you are how insignificant I am as a person compared to a collective. And therefore, my job has always been the same. Where is he going? What people want to do? Well, let me just start doing it and see if I'm followed. Well, I think you, you've brought up a very good thing. I talk about even when it comes to parenting, right? When I discuss parenting, people often will say, well, Larry, parenting is so hard. And I say, well, you know what? If you take two things, two parts and you accept these two things as true, parenting becomes relatively easy. And the first thing is, your kids are not now, nor will they ever be you. And number two, you cannot protect your kids from everything. If you accept those two things as true, being a parent is basically just making sure your kids don't die, meaning you feed them and clothe them and put the roof over their head. And two, be a good example. Because kids do what we do, not what we say. And, and I think leadership is very similar to that. People tend to do what we do and not what we say. Example is critical. I agree. Uh, protecting children, by the way, is, is um, <laughs> not the easiest thing after the age of 12 for children. Correct. <laughs> I don't know if anybody's noticed uh, that when they're not home and you don't know where the fuck they are, yep. other than where they told you they <laughs> right. allegedly are, which most likely is not the case if they're mm-hmm. over 14. Mm-hmm. Um Listen, your protector is done. Okay. Yes. You better absolutely. go back to being the example yes. that when they come home from some horrific experience, they get to see, oh, thank God there's staid and reliable dad. Okay. That's the best you can do. Yes. Um, I, I totally said, you know, look, I, I tell my, my people who tell me all the time, they say, Larry, you're. Your daughters aren't very rebellious. And I say, well, no, they aren't that rebellious against me. And they say, well, why? I say, because I don't tell them to do anything. So there's nothing to really rebel against. But they are rebellious because all teens are rebellious. By default, they're rebellious. They're rebellious against whatever system is put in front of them. I just don't put a system in front of them. So they don't rebel much against me. So I think you're right. The leadership concept of having total control is, in my view, it's it's an industrial model from – 70 or 80 years ago when everyone was trying to get a factory to work, you know, to work, factory workers to work harder and, you know, pushing them. But in today's world, 
I need initiative. I need someone to care. I need someone to jump on that mission with me. So I know you've said you don't leave, but I think <coughs> people are still following you, John. I mean, they, they still are. People still wanted to be on this show. People are still watching. People are still putting, you know, asking questions. I think you're still, you're leading right now, whether you're planning to or not. Well, yeah, maybe that, that I think is common about rebellious children. You said your children's rebel against almost everything except yourself. Uh, children, I have 47, rebel against anything, mm-hmm. which is a barrier to or impedes what children think they want. Yes. That's what they rebel against. End of fucking story. Mm-hmm. I mean, it starts rebelling against bedtime, right? I don't want to go to bed. I'm having too much fun playing. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's the first rebellion, and it goes on. Yes. So, if a child is rebelling, it's best to sit down and figure out what is the desire within them that's being thwarted by what they're rebelling against. Absolutely. Generally, if you can figure it out, and in rare occasions, actually do something about it. <laughs> that. That's the one thing. Yes. So I've got people who are asking important. We talked a lot about cryptocurrency and blockchain. And the question I'm getting is, do you have some recommendation for a site or a book or a movie or something for people who are interested in in kind of getting what we're talking about? Some people are lost. They don't really get it. Do you have any recommendation for you know what you can watch to, to understand a bit more about this field? You know, I, I don't think there's any one thing, any one book or, or video that that's any better than any other. I think the best thing is just to do what you do with anything you want to explore. Go to Google, mm-hmm. type in cryptocurrency. You, you're going to end up with millions of responses. Look at some of the titles. One might interest you. Click on that. If it doesn't interest you, go back, click another. If it does interest you, continue. As you come up with a question, they're talking about something like privacy coins. You know what that means? Go back to Google, type in privacy coins. I mean, seriously, all education today, with the exception of neurosurgery, I suspect, um, can be carried out on Google in a far shorter uh, time with, with greater efficiency and I think of a greater uptake of knowledge. Well, there are two things I want to bring. This is a great. The first one is, you know, when I wanted to look at it, what I did was I actually went to, I think I went to Netflix, if I'm not mistaken. I went to Netflix, searched under blockchain, found some documentaries there, and I watched Netflix while I had Google out. Exactly what you talked about. I had two screens. Good. That's so I was, perfect. yeah, so That's I was perfect. watching the movie and pausing it and Googling and it Google. when things came yeah. up. Exactly. Yeah. That's so, so that's what I right. think you should do. I know. I, I agree for it. Just- yes. But use Google. Use use the search tool that we have that gets information at the tip of your fingers. I mean, we like to blast Google, don't we? We love to hate Google. And one of the one of the most entertaining things we can do is to get together and collectively hate Google. Um, <laughs> yes. And there's good. Then there's good cause for that. I mean, Google does cooperate with our government. Yes. Google has even said they will now uh, offer to police departments. Uh, if there's a crime in a certain area, Google will tell you which telephones were within 100 feet or 200 feet and what the phone numbers were wow. and what the times. Um, wow. That terrifies me. And yet, 
Google has given me and, and you um, an opportunity to yes. learn based on my own yearning for knowledge Absolutely. and not some regurgitated pabbling that's structured from the mind of a college professor, which is no longer even relevant. So you know, you, take advantage hit, of yes, that, people. You've hit so many things. I want to bring up this piece, too. The, the, the idea of technology just being for, you know, um, making business faster, which it is, absolutely. But it's actually so much more than that. I mean, the reality of it is I have learned far more through <coughs> the internet than through every college course and every high school I've ever been to, without question. And most of the things yeah, I learned too. in high school – are useless now. Most of the things I learned in college are useless now. Most are, are useless. Absolutely. Yes, mostly useless yes, now. Absolutely. So the, my, you know, my my daughter is in high school now, and my wife is very concerned about her. You know, last couple years of high school, and I said, "Why are you so concerned?" She goes, "Well, you know, she's got to do well in school." And I said, "Why? She's basically marking time until she's an adult. Nothing she uses, learns now. She's going to use. And but if she goes to college for four years." Whatever she learned is now obsolete anyway with the technology change. So why are we so concerned? Let her go out, learn something on her own. If she has a question, as you said, start to learn on your own. Google it, Netflix it, Hulu it, whatever is the – Amazon Prime it, whatever is the appropriate way of making things happen. Education today, I mean, really can be almost anything you want. You find people who become experts in fields – without having to be credentialed and to actually speak better on topics, not being credentialed because the credential actually puts them in a box where not getting a credential actually opens up their mind to hearing whatever's actually happening now and real conversations, pros and cons, multiple nuance. And this is the critical piece. What we're lacking, I feel, in America in general is an understanding of nuance. Everything is black or white. You're on my side or you're, you're with me or you're against me. And there's almost no nuance. And I feel the advantage of <coughs> even though the sometimes cesspool of the internet sometimes is at least you get nuance. You get all types of things to think differently. Well, yeah, I, I think the, the, the story of nuance is ideology. Yes. Um, and I've never seen a more ideological country than America. I mean, just look yes. at it. We have. We have two major political ideologies, left mm -hmm. and right, Democrat and Republican. We have multiple um, uh, religious um, mm -hmm. separations and, and, and divisions of, of people. Uh, the, and religion is, of course, one of the greatest of all ideologies. Mm -hmm. sure. uh, we have ideologies relative to uh, specific issues, homeless and immigration and health care and taxes and sure. international relations. Um, but but so isn't, that a normal out, isn't that a normal outcome of this, right? My, when I teach sales, I talk about something very different, and you'll see it connects. I tell people that if this was 50 years ago, the average salesman's job was really educating their customer. That was a big deal for salesmen 50 years ago, a salesperson. But now, most of the time, the people do their own homework. There's so much information. They know so much already. They've Googled you before you even show up to the meeting. All of that stuff happens. The goal now of a sales rep, more than ever, is to curate the information and to say there's all that out here, 
But here's what matters to you because you have information overload. You can't make a decision. Let me help you make the decision. And what I think ideology has become, it has become a shortcut to decision making, right? I don't have enough time and energy and emotion to go through everything. So I'll just listen to some talking head that I believe in. And the talking head said, it's good. Therefore, it's good. Or the talking head said it's bad. And therefore, it's bad. I think ideology almost comes from as in re as and also is reinforced by the massive amount of information we have. Of course. Well, come on. I mean, the most structured and, and severe of ideologies, religious ideologies, mm -hmm. uh, free you from the necessity of thinking at all. Um, you don't have to think about anything. Someone puts a glass of wine in front of you. If you're fundamental Baptist, you don't drink. Say, so I don't drink. Mm -hmm. um, if you're Catholic, you might. Um, if you're Muslim, you won't, but you might pull out a joint. Mm -hmm. um, so, so you don't have to think anymore. Right. Your your life is habituated to mm -hmm. decisions based upon ideology rather than the actual truth of what's happening in the moment that you're making a fucking decision. Hmm. So let me go on another question I have, and this is the big thing we've talked about kind of, and that is, do you have an opinion either way on the impeachment? No. It's funny. It's, it's funny. I feel the same way. Uh, people have bugged me. They say, Larry, why aren't you jumping up and down about the impeachment? And, and I, I agree with you on this one. I think it, you know, if, if there was an actual chance of the president being removed and if that removal would actually make some change – I would be concerned. I don't think he's going to get removed. And if he did get removed, I don't think there's going to be much change anyway. So I'm not that concerned. People, uh, this is not even conjecture. I mean, this is mathematics. We know what will happen step by step almost to the very day. Yes. He will be impeached. Absolutely. Why? Because the numbers in the House say he will. In the Senate, he will be acquitted. Because the yes. numbers say he will be fucked. See, this yes. is why it is fucking nonsense to pay attention to it. Mm. We all know exactly what will happen, and yet we're watching it enthralled? Yes. I mean, how many yes. times are you going to watch a movie before you stop watching? Well, I think this one people really like, so they're going back and forth again and again and again. And that's, really fine. that's fine. It. And if it entertains, that's fine if it entertains you, but Listen, I've got better things to do than <laughs> right. to pay attention to something with an absolute guaranteed outline. And you could run the numbers and even find the date and time if you want. So why are we watching? Yeah. Why? It's because the people in control need us to watch this because we empower what we pay attention to. Sure. We empower it in our own minds. Do you right. understand? And it becomes important. Well, I don't want such trivialities as a goddamn impeachment whose outcome we all know. Right. I, I don't have time for that. Right. I, I'm sorry. I don't understand how anybody has time for it. Wow. Jesus, can we not add and subtract any more people? Republican-controlled House. Duh. Yep. Democratic, I mean, Republican-controlled Senate. Yep. Democratic-controlled House. Duh. So in the House, yes, he's getting impeached. In the Senate, he gets off. Why yep. are we even talking about it? It is so senseless to me.
All right, so let me go off into a more practical question. You're going to be campaigning. How? Are you looking at this? Are you looking at this mostly through media like this? Are you going to be buying ads? Are you doing traditional things? Are you going to be doing virtual events? Have you decided how you're going to be actually campaigning, getting out there? Well, I'm sure as fuck. I'm not going to be buying ads or spending money. So I, mean, I was asking. Would you? No, seriously. Would you, would anybody vote for a person who wanted that job so bad that they're willing to spend money to get it? It's happening right, right now. Right off the bat, that should... That's right. I'm being funny again. It's what these idiots are doing. It's what yes. you all are doing. You are electing people who pay money to get a job, paying a quarter of a million dollars a year. And you pay $100 million for it? Say, oh, well, he didn't pay the president and his, his supporters. Said, I don't give a shit who wrote the check. Somebody, somewhere, is important enough that this person sits in that chair. They're going to spend $100 million. Now, a sane society finding out that, wait a minute, that person just bought an ad. Mm-hmm. We're not voting for him. Do you understand how we got our first president of America, George Washington? He was the general of the Continental Army. Right. And he was an old, old fucker. And he wanted to retire and fish on the Potomac River. Now, if you ask me, he fucking deserved it. Mm-hmm. I mean, slept in ditches for years. Sure. You know, saving and kicking out the British, allowing America to exist, and he just wanted to fish. Well, let that bastard fish know. Here's the problem. Who else was there? Right. We got Thomas Jefferson, one of the most brilliant minds and inventors and architects, but goddamn, he couldn't find his glasses, let alone run a country. There's Benjamin Franklin, who could have done it, but... He spent all of his time chasing whores and drinking. I mean, there was nobody else. That was George. And so they drug him kicking and screaming. But in the end, he goes, all right, all right. I mean, you're right, because really, there was. It it hadn't been George. God knows where this country may have ended up. But he took the job. I mean, well, and also something job. else, he that's actually voluntarily stepped down. I mean, that's I, even the bigger piece of, to your point, is he actually voluntarily yes. stepped down. And at that point in time, that was almost magical. I mean, people just didn't do that in, in the 1700s. Well, that wasn't done. He didn't, didn't want the fucking job, remember? <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> so now, why aren't we doing that today? Why, people, are you voting for someone spending more money to get a job than it pays. Mm-hmm. You know what we've created? We've created a government through the Constitution that serves us, the people. We have jobs that need filling. Mm-hmm. Anybody want the job of president? Pays two fifty thousand a year. And someone says, I'll take it. In fact, I want to spend money to get it. <laughs> right off the bat, <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't the shackles go up on hackles on the back of your neck? Like, whoa. Right. You're spending money, and I ain't voting for you. But no, we vote only for people who spend a shitload yes, of money. Yes, absolutely. We have gone crazy. We have gone crazy as a society. People, wake the fuck up. See what we have done, and let's stop it. Stop voting for people paying money. So getting back to me, mm-hmm. fuck no, I'm spending no goddamn money. If mm-hmm. I did, 
then you should not even listen to me because I must have some reason for wanting that fucking job other than the job. Okay. Do you see? Okay. The insanity that we buy into. So you'll be doing a lot of virtual things like this. That's basically it. My Twitter account, I show Mm -hmm. up at conferences. I can't do it in advance. I can't announce in advance. I'm going to be somewhere, but I, I showed up. I showed up in Spain a month mm-hmm. or two ago at Barcelona. I left my helicopter immediately thereafter. So, I, so no one can, had time can I to ask you, me. do you have or have you decided, you know, how you measure a win in this upcoming election? Do you, do you have criteria for victory? Yeah, the one criteria would be that nobody is elected that has ever held political office before. That would be ah, okay. That's going to happen. Okay, but that would be a huge fucking. Can you imagine if nobody had political experience? Well, we just got that experience? right. I mean, uh, oh, um, uh, Trump didn't was had no political experience. We already have it, don't we? Okay, fair enough. Now, uh, listen. Okay, if you insist, um, <laughs> I don't insist. Listen, I'm just saying. Ex- I'm just saying he didn't have political experience. experience. Hang on. Business experience at the level in which he operated is no different than political experience. There's no difference between mm. politics and big business. It's I see what one you're of saying. the same fucking thing. Okay. He just moved over to the different different side of the aisle. That's so all. You're set saying someone seat. like uh, like an Andrew Yang type, someone like that. You mean? Yeah, like an Andrew Yang. Or if it were me, I would just go and get derelicts from the street because it would take them fifty fucking years to organize enough to take power away from the people again. And listen, our government is shut down for months. Nothing changes. Presidents and Congress changes. <laughs> nothing changes. Nothing changes. It doesn't matter who's there. Let's just put derelicts in. They can't do any fucking harm. And then let's get back to work as people building a life for ourselves in privacy so, and freedom. So let me change the, the, the concept. And you talked about, we talked about uh, the presidency. Yeah. Do you care about local elections? Is that a thing for you, right? Do you think the the local mayor, the local city council, the local town council, the local sheriff, do you think these are, are, are critical, the same as running for a federal office? Where's your head there? Way more important mm-hmm. than national elections. Here's yes. why. <laughs> <laughs> For, let, let's ignore the large cities for now. Let's look at the average American town. Number one, everybody knows exactly who the candidates are. Sure. I mean, you've had dinner with them for sure. I mean, a little town like Lexington, Tennessee, where Janice and I lived for a few years, just you know, a few years ago. Um, town of 10,000 people. Mm-hmm. Everybody knew who was running. Right. I mean, you'd either had dinner with them, um, went to school with them, mm-hmm. fucked them. Uh, fell in love with them and got the but no, everybody knew. Mm-hmm. Well, right. that's not a bad fucking election. I mean, you know exactly which mayor you're going to vote for. Mm-hmm. Please, but we're beyond that nationally, <coughs> and so we choose <coughs> criteria like who's running the slickest campaign, right? Well, the one spending the most money, of course. So whoever's running the slickest campaign should be disqualified. <laughs> Just okay. off the bat. I like that. That's good. Slickest camp- campaign, you're gone. I love it. <laughs> so, yes, okay. if you're spending money, 
What an so, age. But, do I need to spend money? Listen, I'm talking to you. I do three of these fucking podcasts six days a week. Saturday's my only day off. I look forward to it. Oh, thank God, nothing today, all right? Mm-hmm. Why? Because I can reach lots of people. Even sure. if you've got 10 viewers, that's fine. If 10 people are viewing, one of those listens, they're going to tell 10 people. So it's, I it's really hope I have more than and, 10 people viewing. I really hope that. Well, so, whoever, yes. whatever number. <laughs> yes. I'm numbers teasing, I'm are just fucking numbers. Yes. But <clears throat> so, um, so it costs me nothing. Mm-hmm. And my interconnection is almost free. Um, the electricity is, is cheap. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully this pad that I'm working on will last for another few years. If not, I'm going to cough up another $500. I mean, Jesus mm-hmm. God, how much money do you have to expend no, to run I... for president in the age of the fucking internet? Yep. So we let should me ask demand. You Go ahead. Yes. No, go ahead. What I'm saying is I want to ask some other questions from the internet people are, are asking. Um, one of them, do you think you'll ever want to come back to the U.S.? <clears throat> I want to come back now. It's my home, people. I, 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 was, I was born in England, but I was in, at two years old, came to the States. My father was an American soldier in World War II. I mean, I was raised there. I fell in love there, went to school there, got my first job, got married, had kids, got my, my first concept of what I wanted to do. I love America. Of course, I want to come back. I have an issue here. I've been drinking wine. I've been here for over an hour. I've got to take a piss. Uh, can you take a break? Go. Go, go, go. Absolutely. Yes. All right. Take a break. Go. All yes, right. absolutely. 100%. Yes. There's the advantage of having a two-hour show that someone can go take a, a, a piss break if they want to. No worries. All good. So I want to thank the people who are watching. You know, John will be right back, obviously, after bathroom break. For those of you watching, thank you. Thank you for the questions you're putting in. I'm sorry we don't have phone calls, live phone calls on this one. But as a norm, we have live phone calls. And coming up here next Monday when we do our show again, we will have live phone calls again. And if you want to ask questions about this interview next Monday, feel free to call in. I'm happy to chat with you about it, whatever you might think is going on. And for those of you actually putting the questions in the chat, thank you. As you know, I'm reading them off to the best of my ability, trying to get him to, to answer those questions to the best that I can do. So uh, some questions for me. Someone is saying you're still working the hoodie. Yes, I am. Uh, I'm still working both. There is a sharp way and there also is the Larry Sharp for Governor. I haven't given up yet, guys. Of course I am. I actually wear this out in town sometimes. And this morning when, when I was at my daughter's um, recital, she did a, a play today um, in elementary school, I was recognized. So I'm happy that I keep getting recognized here in New York. So John is back, so we can uh, restart. So John, are you there? All right. Awesome. That was that's so much that's so much better. No, I can't remember what we were talking about. Christmas. No worries. I think, or, yeah, it, I, ha- I have okay. some more. I've got tons of questions for you. I have a couple more. Um, you mentioned <coughs> that you wanted to come back to the U.S. Um, do you think you will? Do you think there's going to be a time when you say, you know what, I'm going to take care of my issues and I'm going to I'm going to come on back? Well, there's no way to take care of my issues. I'm not wanted for anything specific. I'm just wanted to shut me up. I mean, I I, I go on the national stage and tell people how to avoid paying taxes. Yes, <laughs> yes, that's using, true. Using cryptocurrency. So yes. trust me, they don't want money. They, mm-hmm. There's nothing I can clear up other than promising to shut my fucking mouth, and they're not going to believe that. Well, yes. Neither would I, actually. Don't so, <laughs> yes. Um, I wouldn't believe that. <laughs> so no. 
<coughs> but if I could, I would. But let me tell you something. I'm 74. Mm-hmm. There is no way to anticipate the future. Mm-hmm. And the future is a very surprising thing when it happens in my sure. life. So sure. I don't have a clue if I would go back. If offered the opportunity safely, of course, I would take it. I love my I love America. Okay, that's like, good. So I'm living up here in the fucking Arct- Arctic Circle with goddamn polar bears and seals. Um, so so maybe, um, we'll, uh, maybe we'll have a miracle and a libertarian president will win and, and they can pardon you and bring you back. Well, let, let's hope for a miracle. <laughs> It's a, it'll yeah, be the, next year the, Christmas that miracle. miracle will not happen. <laughs> yeah, that won't happen. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, but you uh, you mentioned the idea of you know what is victory, right? And in my view, victory for the Libertarian Party next year is you know growth, right? So Gary Johnson got us about four and a half million votes. My 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 how I would define victory is more than that. That's how I would define victory. If the presidential candidate gets more than that, I'm good. If they can get 5% or more, even better. If they could break 10%, that would be magical. I would love that. Do you have a, a definition in your head? Yeah, and it definitely is not that. Okay. I'm Tell sorry. Me. No, that, no that worries. To me, that, to, that to me is loss. Okay. That's big time, big time failure. So tell me what Real, a win number is. Number one. Love the, first of all, the, let me explain what I mean by when. So, okay. number one, libertarians are not going to be presidents until our system is fixed. That's mm-hmm. effective life. It's a two-party system, not going to let us play. So, it doesn't matter if we get 5% this year, 10%, the next 15%. As soon as we get enough percent, it's like Ross Perot. Mm-hmm. Both parties will unite as one and go, listen, okay, whatever, whatever problems we have, nothing compared to this motherfucker here, let's do it in. I don't mean whack him. But trust me, they have the power to stop the growth. Growth is not what we should. Because what are we doing? We are growing within the fucking system. That is the problem. We are pretending to be like everybody else in politics. Mm-hmm. Our debates look like it. They ask, Mr. McAfee, what will you do? Do you do your first day as president? Finally, on the last debate, I said, listen, ask me a sensible adult program because the world is watching. Mm-hmm. I am not going to have a first day as president. Neither is Mr. Johnson. Neither is anybody on this fucking stage. Please wake up and ask something that I can answer mm-hmm. that will help the world understand why libertarianism is important. All you are doing is making us look stupid. By be- making us look like, oh, we believe we have a chance of being present. Good mm-hmm. God almighty, wake the fuck up. So we got to get real with ourselves. We're not going to be. Okay. So why do you give a shit if we get 10% or 15 doesn't matter. We're not going to be. So let's abandon but, but how doesn't many getting, votes we get because that like, means nothing. But, but when yes. Ross Perot got, was it 19% or I forgot what he got received, something like that. The, yep. the big number like that he got yes. in 90, was, that was 92 he got that, right? 92? Yes. He got, like, he got like 19%. Yep. At that point, people were beginning to listen to him, right? The, the idea of getting that many votes made the average American go, wait a minute, this guy might be real. Don't we want that? So that the average American says, wait a minute, these libertarians may be real. Don't we get the change you're talking about 
if we first get those 5 10% so that the average American says, this is real, let me open up my mind to hearing this John McAfee guy talk. Wouldn't it be better as libertarians to say the truth? Sure. To explain as we see things? Wouldn't that be far better to portray what we are rather than to say we got a million fucking votes? Who gives a shit? We got it in the system. We're trying to fucking destroy it. Wake the fuck up, libertarians. Can't See we do the both? the truth of where we are. Why can't we do both? No, sir, you cannot. Tell me why not. Can you, can you both be faithful to your wife and fuck your neighbor? I want to know how you do that, my friend. Well, there's you two ways you can do that. possibly do both. Yes, you can. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. You simply have an open relationship with right. your wife, and, and there we go. She does her thing, you do your thing, right, and well, uh, you got it. You could do it, and well, not just why that. Why don't you develop it? I can still flirt with my neighbor and not have sex with her. I can still flirt with her. Come on. Okay. Well, then why don't you develop an open relationship with the American people, and then I'll go along with you. Until that happens, my friend, the voting hurts us. The numbers. Because, look, we got 5%. No, it hurts us. It makes us look stupid. Please, God, stop getting percentages and start talking truth. Mm-hmm. And the truth is not vote for me or vote for libertarians because it's not going to matter. You're wasting your goddamn vote. The truth is we have something here and we're on this stage to tell you what it is, mm-hmm. not to project one of our own personalities. It's no goddamn better than Trump or Clinton or anybody. They're not. We're not. We're not gods. We have a lamp of truth. Okay. Why don't we just carry that motherfucker and show things with it. Light up the so goddamn Shine a light. That's is what the we answer. should be doing, people. Shine a light is the answer. I don't know what else to do. I, don't I love know what it. else to do. So let's go down. We went light. Let's go to something that's kind of dark here. Do you think that the U.S. and this is what I've heard from many people who are afraid of this that we're so divided and so divisive that we they're more divided than we've been, you know, since the Civil War, and that means. A civil war is coming. Do you have an opinion either way on, you know, is the U.S. moving towards a civil war? Are we so divided that that's the only answer, violence in the streets, or no? It's not in the CIA's interest, therefore it will not happen. Okay. So then how do they back off that, right? How do you, when you have that train moving towards that, that you know, destination, that can't be easy to back that off, right? I mean, that's going to be difficult to, to back off. Bullshit. Bullshit. How, how easy was it to bomb Iraq into the Stone Age by simply telling the president a lie? What if you tell the president a thousand truths, all of which weave one perspective, which guarantees the president will act as you want? But it doesn't fucking matter. Please, let's wake up. We're playing with the play. Stop. Open the curtain and look behind and let's deal with that shit, please, people. So you're I'm saying if deal the Civil with War... The civil war is not in the best interests of the deep state, of the CIA. You're it's not going to happen. There's no it's not going to happen. No okay. okay. There won't be a civil war. There can't be a civil war. Do you understand? The CIA's directive is stasis. Mm-hmm. S-T-A-S-I-S. Why? And we have had stasis. Proof of stasis is change of president, even Obama. 
Obama. Four years he fought to get Obamacare, clever bastard, but no. Next administration dismantled it. Why? The CIA did not want the social turmoil of the financial costs of Obamacare. Therefore, it's gone. These people, nothing changes. Stasis. Now, if this is not the clue that says, I'm watching a play, uh, then it's hopeless and just go back to sleep. So are, are you saying, Starting, and, and this is a question, a question I have from, uh, from uh, Facebook. Are you saying that government and freedom cannot coexist? I'm not saying you're saying that. I'm asking that. Are you saying that you think they cannot coexist? Or do you think there is? Of course they can. Some symbiotic relationship. Yes. <clears throat> well, listen, the Constitution has written mm-hmm. is the perfect formula mm, for government okay. and freedom. I see. Because the government works for us. We fire the bastards when they don't like it. We hire the bastards when we need a president. They do the work and go home. That changed. Power corrupted our government and the system on which it rests. We so- have to repeal certain things. The 13th, okay, the, the, the income tax is one thing that has to be repealed. And we must strengthen other things. Absolutely. Privacy. We've lost all privacy, people. Yes. So, yes, we have it. We just abandoned it. We dropped it along the wayside. We rewrote it so that it looks the same. We fight over this all the time. I told my wife, I surrendered. I I don't have any privacy. It's all yours. It's not worth. (laughs) It's so hard to fight. I've said, you know what? I'll fight other battles. I've lost my privacy. But my wife's the opposite. My wife's like, no, I will fight and I will fight and I will fight. And she wants to keep her privacy because I think you're right. It's it's a serious problem. I've just surrendered. Yeah, well, here's the issue. Um, people who surrender don't understand themselves. They're completely. I'm not talking about you. But Tell me. You maybe, I, maybe I don't understand um, myself. I'm, ha- I'm happy to be enlightened. Please. Many, many people do not. See, many people don't know that privacy is their most important decision maker in life. Mm-hmm. And that every single relationship that you have, from deep relationships like with your spouse, to casual relationships, to one-time relationships like you're at the store buying something. Mm-hmm. But every one of those has severe privacy filters on it. At the store. Well, what if you're checking out? You, you went to buy a shirt at the store. Okay. Shirt you'd never seen. Yep. And then she's backing up your goods and says, you know what? I fucked my wife's brother last night. And I'm thinking that maybe I shouldn't have because I think maybe his brother is going to tell. What, what do you think? Wouldn't you be shocked? Me? No. That happens like to that. me like every week. So me? No. But most people. A total yes, stranger. A total stranger the first time you've talked to them? Sadly, okay, well, I have, that doesn't I have happen that power. to me. I have okay, that well, power. Let's let's talk about how Okay, well, so let's that's fine. Let's talk about what we do. Would sure. you then tell a total stranger I no. just fucked my wife's sister? I would not. All right. Why not? Because you have a privacy filter that says this that's is true. private information only yes. to be shared with certain people. And you know who they are, maybe your best friend. Yes, Maybe your mother. Yep. But no, please, God, every single relationship in your life is ruled by one thing and one thing only, privacy. Because if we all knew 
mm-hmm. everything about everyone, we would disintegrate as a society. We could not live together. Why? We're a mixed bag. We're human beings, for fuck's sake. We love, we have compassion, generosity. Um, we also hate. Yep. We have jealousy and greed, yes. and paranoia, fear. But please, we're a mixed bag. Absolutely. As a mixed bag, we must have privacy. If you don't see that within yourself, you've never looked at yourself. Because no, it's a valid you point. pick a single relationship, your boss, you don't tell your boss everything. You don't tell your boss, oh, listen, the, on Friday when I called in sick, I wasn't sick, I was playing golf with Fred. No, no, you've got <laughs> things you hide. It's not, I've got nothing to hide. That's utter nonsense. Yes, I hear it's, that one all the time. I have something to hide, but from who? Yes. And you have lots of shit to hide. We you have shit have to, to hide, hide from casual people you meet in the street. You hide everything from those people. So please. No, that's true. No, no. It's, if it's, you it's don't think that privacy is important, you have never looked at yourself before. Yeah. All right. So let me go. Since you're talking about this, there are you a fan either way? Do you have an opinion either way on the idea of militias and how militias have, you know, kind of grown in a way since there have been so many attacks on the Second Amendment? I think there's a rise in militias. Are you someone who says that's a good thing, that's a bad thing, or some other opinion? It's a completely inconsequential thing. Okay. Militias made sense. Well, let me explain this, please. Please. When, when the government allowed people to do as they wish and create what they wanted, militias were very important. Because the rifle that you have, probably the same fucking rifle that the army has. Sure. And the police have. Yes. Now, the rifle you have today is somewhat inferior to, let's say, a nuclear bomb, um, yeah. a new poison by the CIA. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, we have devices now that are microwave um, focusable that'll make your skin feel like it's on fire. So military missions mean nothing today, unfortunately, because the government has outarmed the civilians. So yeah, but I mean, I but c- civilians have. can still win. I mean, I think Afghanistan is a good example of that. Completely outgunned, completely outarmed, the Afghanis still survive and, and beat us. I think Vietnam, completely oh, outgunned. Utter fucking bullshit. Utter fucking bullshit. The Vietnam didn't beat us. We just didn't drop about? enough bombs. We we dropped well, yeah, more we bombs left. in we dropped more bombs in Vietnam than we dropped in World War II and Germany and Japan combined. Come on, we dropped tons of bombs on Vietnam. Yeah, we, no, we had... didn't we didn't drop a single we didn't drop a single nuclear bomb, which we could easily have done and ended that fucking war instantly. Killing far fewer people than conventional bombs did, and you know this, we all know this. No, we lost that war on purpose from lack of will. Um, okay. so no, listen, militias mean nothing. And, and the Afghan, please, God, <laughs> please, God, do you think, do you think for one second that a man with an AK-57 an, an AK is a match for a Soviet tank or an Apache helicopter? No, not one-on-one, on one, I agree. Or a drone. Not even one on a million 
Okay. Please, our militias mean nothing. Well, hang on, a militia is an armed body, sure, capable of defending. How the fuck do you defend with AR-15s? Please, God, you tell me. You, you when they're bringing fully automatic fifty cal's, yep. they're bringing tanks. They're bringing no. Please, we can't win. It's so nonsense. Are, are you the telling me that? The, hold on. So you you're telling me that the Russians lost Afghanistan on purpose and we lost Afghanistan on purpose and we lost Iraq on purpose? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. We didn't I mean, we outgunned all of them, right? I mean, we out, we outgunned, the, the Russians outgunned the Afghans. Bullshit. We outgunned Bullshit. the Afghans. We had, we we had fewer. We had fewer than 50,000 goddamn soldiers there. All right? They had two million. Two million. We just needed more soldiers. Okay. We didn't send them. Okay. All right. Did not send them. We did not have the will. Okay. We're just running around beating people with clubs because we can. We're America. Well, it's it funny. Someone asked me, they said, someone said, Larry, you know, can can we win in Afghanistan? And my response, this was years ago, I said, yeah, I think we could if we wanted to put a quarter of a million Marines in Afghanistan for the next 20 years. I think then we could if we wanted to do that. We could, but it would take 20 years. It would take a quarter million Marines, and it would take a whole lot of casualties for those next 20 years until we changed it. I'm, I'm not prepared to pay that price. Well, the only way, the only way to win is to annihilate the civilian population. And seriously, you can't win in a country like Afghanistan where the religious ideology is so, has so transfixed mm-hmm. the populace. So that these are people willing to put bombs on themselves and blow themselves to pieces. Do you understand what we're up against? We so, can't win against that. So let me let me go back, if I could, to what you talked about earlier about the idea of votes and percentages and things of that sort. So if percentages aren't key, um, and it's more about changing, uh, it's more about changing hearts and minds and uh, and percentages. A vote aren't that key. Do you, in your mind, really want a libertarian party or independent party's support in getting votes, or do you want that that support? No, to just I don't want any fucking out? votes. You just want that getting the I name out is what you want. Is getting out your out. message I mean, I so that people on. can see your life. Message. I got a fucking. Me- I'm 74. I've seen mm-hmm. a lot. I understand something. Perhaps sure. anybody who thinks that they. They see what I see. That's what I'm looking for. And I'm talking on the airways, waiting for those people. And they're coming in in twos and threes like crazy. This is what I'm doing. I'm only speaking to one-tenth of one percent mm-hmm. of sure. the population now. The rest of you guys go about your business because you're quite happy. And I see no reason for you to change anything. Sure. But that one percent that realizes that they're in a prison of slavery, waking up on a Monday morning and commuting for an hour to a windowless, airless office where you spend eight hours, five days a week. With a few weeks, they let you out of jail a few weeks of the year and on weekends. You sound you like this Morpheus from years. The Matrix. You sound, you and sound you do like, this for 40 yeah. years. Too many years. I don't care who I sound like. I'm just yes. telling you what I'm saying. Yes. No, no, and I'm with you. So... Is this not slavery? If it's if it isn't, 
then I don't know what it is because it's not natural. It's not so humane. I have a, another kind of odd question. Someone's asking, is your Instagram actually you or is it staff? I did, oh, I've never been on Instagram. So it okay. must be staff even if I have. I'm not sure I have an Instagram. If I do, it sure as fuck ain't me. I'm just on go. Twitter. Listen. For those of you who are in social media and you have a preference here or there, listen, Jack and his crowd have done something remarkable in the world of literature, okay? Mm -hmm. And is forcing people to condense their thoughts in an organized, sequential manner. In less than 300 fucking characters. Right, wow. right. That's brilliant. Right. And um, because of it, I mean, yeah, Facebook is popular, Instagram, mm-hmm. but, but I'm I'm into business and politics. And if you're into business, you're into making any money. If you're into talking to those in power in the world, they're not on Facebook or on Instagram. I promise you, it's mm-hmm. Twitter. Okay. And that's where I, that's where I live. So let me go one step further. If you do, you think there is something you could say to those transient people we spoke about those those legislators, those presidents? Do you think there's something you could say to them that would actually make them change, or is it too late once they've gotten there? I mean, is this just we've got to get new people in there, or do you think there's actually you got to get new people? Hope? Listen, new people. If you if you've been there for a couple of years, you've already figured out that you're in the gravy pot. Mm-hmm. Everybody does quickly. And once you've tasted the gravy and seen the size of your spoon, there's no going back. I like so that. I don't give a shit about, about waking up these people. They're, they are corrupted by association. No, I, I want to wake up those people who believe they're powerless. And, and by yourself, you are. Those people who know that there's more but don't know what it is. Those who yearn for something. Those who stand like you're standing on a street corner with a hole in the center of your being and the wind is going through it. An empty sensation. You don't know why. You just know you're not satisfied. And mm-hmm. Neither money, nor sex, nor drugs, nor power, nor TV. Or even or family kind. I just need a satisfies uh, that. I need a bigger gravy spoon. I love that analogy. I'm so gonna steal that. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I'm so gonna steal that. <laughs> um, okay. We have, go. we have time for one more question. One more yeah. question, my friend. Yep, I want to go. I'm through. losing my voice. No worries. Um, one last one we have here, and that is uh, <laughs> Do you think that the American military will ever turn on Americans? Do you think that the CIA has, CIA has that much power that it could turn our actual soldiers, sailors, and Marines to turn their weapons upon the population? Well, I mean, if not, it's the only empire in the history of the world that we're aware of that soldiers did not turn against the people. Mm, I mean, okay. you name one. Well, no, fucking you name one. I'm, I'm with Every you. Every empire I, I, at some at some point, this, I mean, look at Russia. I yes, mean, Russia goes okay. Look, I, these people are making noise. I'm having a fucking Christmas party, and I need quiet, and I can't hear the goddamn piano player. 
Would you mm. go out there and kill those people? And that's what they fucking did. Yes. Yes. So yes. no, of course they can. Why would they not? Do you think this this is this is the arrogance of the individual? Mm-hmm. Um, we all know that when a man or a woman says, I love you and I'll be faithful forever, that the chances of that actually happening are only seven percent. I mean, because <laughs> after four, five, six, or seven years of marriage, the magic number, 93% of all married people have fucked somebody else. Now, this is the reality. You can do one of two things. You can accept it mm-hmm. and go, that's probably what's happening in my relationship, even though I'm not doing it. Statistically, my spouse is. Or you can deny it and say, I... <laughs> I'm different. I'm special. So I'm, I'm John. I'm special. <laughs> My wife doesn't sleep around on me. Everybody else is does, but not mine. No, you're not special. You're only special people in this world, folks. <laughs> There's just you. It's just us. And me. Absolutely. And us. That's it. That's so, all the fucking is. So, John, is there anything you want to bring up before we kind of wrap this up? Anything you want to bring <coughs> up or, or, or yes. share with us or anything yes, like that? There is. Please. Yes. Yes. Do what you love and nothing else, people. I mean, nothing else. When I woke up in the mornings when I ran McAfee and most of the jobs I had on Monday morning, I could not wait to get to work. Mm. I love my job. Very good. I love being home on weekends with my wife and family. God damn, I love my job. I was excited. And on Friday, at the end of workday, I felt a tinge of sadness. Hmm. Because I had to get up from my desk and go home. Right. Even though I love my wife and at home, I had just as much fun. If that's not how you view your job, then fucking quit it. Because you don't love it. I love if that. you don't love it, don't do it. I love Thank that. Thank you very much. John McAfee, so right. happy to have you. Th- thank you so much for coming. <laughs> um, amazing. Listen, I can't wait I... to see you again. All right. Listen, I'd like to apologize because a couple of times and I felt like I was I was um, thrashing you personally. I wasn't. Doesn't matter. Um, I still love you. I, I get I... thrashed all the time. No worries. Fair enough. Okay. No worries. Enough. Well, you're a good man. Absolutely. If you thank want you, to my go friend. on again, call Tams. Next time. Next time. Half an hour. That's the max I can do. Okay. Half hour next time. Deal. (laughs) Deal, my friend. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, guys. I want to say thank you for those of you who were watching, those of you who were listening. I hope it was an interesting show for you. I tried to get as many of your questions in while I was talking about things that I thought were kind of important to me also. Hope it was enlightening for you, seeing what uh, John McAfee's thinking, where his head is, what he's doing. And I hope, as always, you find value in this show. And if you do find value in this show, then support this show. It is critical you support this show. Head on over to patreon.com slash sharpway. Give what you can. If that's 9 bucks, if that's 48 bucks, if, if you've got the money, you got McAfee dollars, throw me 1000 bucks a month. And let's keep this rocking and rolling and keep this going so we can have some interesting conversation. So, guys, thank you once again. And I will see you guys next time right here on The Sharp Way.